Hello. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to Island Collective. You have stayed strong with us for five episodes. Bless your heart. Bless you. Yeah, you you troopers. <laughs> you guys are troopers. Hope everyone's having a good first day of October. Yeah, uh, I wish there was a pumpkin equivalent to ho, ho, ho. It's Charlie Brown's Big Pumpkin. That's You still can't, you don't say that like ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Happy October, you pumpkin heads. There you go. <laughs> and there's a the sound of the pumpkin squashing you. Squish, squish. We're, we need to find a way to do it sound effects those are coming yeah, soon we're working on it we may even get our own theme music season by season yeah that that'd be mighty fine yeah so how's everyone doing we still can't hear you is anyone there just the cleaning guy the cleaning guy's still here we hope you guys enjoyed our episode four where we specifically targeted our cleaning guy He's our sole audience. He's our fella. He's got the flaps. Uh, you can't <laughs> help but respect him. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, changes in the seasons. The leaves are turning. The the temperature's getting turned down. Turnt. Turnt. <laughs> We're getting a little turnt. There's some changes happening in our lives this season. Yeah, we are planning, hoping. Uh, Praying feel pretty confident we're moving to the old Tennessee. We're moving to our favorite place, hopefully. Where the blood runneth orange. <laughs> Where the volunteers are plentiful. Yes. And um it's just it's a fantastic place. The trees talk to you. Just if you're into that kind of thing. Oh and and we are. <laughs> We're into it. Yeah. <laughs> so big changes this season. Yes, we mentioned we are getting married October 21st in Pigeon Forge. And we love Tennessee so much that, yeah, we're looking to move there, maybe buy a piece of forest land, fix it up a little bit. Cultivate it. Cultivate the land. And um, please wish David luck tomorrow. He has an interview in Maryville, Tennessee for a tree job. Arborist going to cut down some limbs and spend time with Mother Nature. Yeah, doesn't that sound like something he'd be good at? I would reckon. That'll be really awesome if he gets that. We'll still, of course, keep our podcast going. And I'll be working on getting the herbal side of the business started back up over there, the Adar Collective side. So we'll have our Reiki 3, our Reiki Master certification um, done by then. And the sky's the limit with that. It seems like there's a good holistic wellness community in Maryville. Building up a business while supporting a smaller business. Exactly. What more could you possibly ask for? So please send your good mojo over to us as we travel today over to Knoxville. And we'll be over there for a couple days. And then off to David's homeland, Virginia. Good old Virginia. After that for some wedding action. And everybody, it's David's birthday on Saturday. Oh, the yeah. 7th. The old, yep, 10, 7, 9 to 3. Yes, ma'am, or sir, Yeah, depending on who you are. The world, <laughs> uh, it still got reckoning to do with me. That's He's turning the big three zero, you guys. Yeah, I got a couple more days to enjoy my 20s. He's going to tear it up. 
I'm going to do something. <laughs> Hopefully get a job. Yeah, get get an adult job when you turn official adult, adult age. Yeah. Yeah, for those of us over 30, we do know that as soon as you get to that 3-0, it all turns very serious. Yeah, I'm ready to be solemn and <laughs> yell at the children in my yard and Yeah. Yeah, that's all right. I'm ready for it. I've been preparing for this my whole life. Yeah. And never a better time. Getting married, getting Reiki certified. The season's changing. The pumpkin spice is my morale boost. You know, when life becomes too much, the weight of the world's on my shoulders. As long as I have the 750 to spare on my pumpkin spice coffee, <laughs> 750. I will be able to continue trudging along <laughs> through the murk isn't that just so adult you guys he's relying on coffee to get him through it's the cons it's the capitalist uh dream here <laughs> especially for the price of 750 damn uh, yeah it's good coffee yeah so it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting month um we'll keep up every week though with you since you guys seem to love us well i even if i mean We'd Even if you we don't, love doing we're still going to do this. We love this more than you love us, probably. Probably. But that's okay. You that know? can change. We enjoy, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, may, it doesn't even have to. I, I enjoy sitting here, hollering to the cleaning guy. Yeah. He looks at me with an a unchanging smile. smile of just pure, he's he's like the Sisyphus, you know, he's, <laughs> he's just happy to be alive. He doesn't care if he's vacuuming nothing and yeah. that he has flaps. Yep. It's a happy individual. Happy October. Happy cleaning guy. And, um, happy cleaning guy. Indeed. Let's see. What do we got going on? Well, um, for those of you that are a little more into the whole healing element of what we do, we, you may have seen that we did a preview yesterday of our healing process. We posted about a 45-minute teaching on the healing process. I reckon, and we'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Miss Julie Meadowcroft. Yeah, thank you, Julie. Support. She's yes. our first Patreon supporter. So all this on here, as you guys know, is free, and we're uploading some of our more in-depth um, you know, herbal and healing support advice um at the low teaching. cost of five dollars you can yeah you could go to uh patreon.com slash island collective and we've uploaded some more um awesome meditations prayers and then yeah some of these teachings will be unfolding as we go through this for anyone who feels like they could use a boost if you feel like you are in a healing process or being called to a healing process really just means something may be amiss in you or in your life and you want to fix it we kind of like to think ourselves as a hardware store whereas we had to craft the tools like the old cavemen before us we're here with the with the hammers and the drills to allow you to get through this thing with with a little more ease yeah um i think that's what we were both called to do and it's our pleasure to do it so uh, check that out if you want to see what's up with that. And, of course, if you want some more in-depth support on your healing, whether it's physical, emotional, spiritual, drop us a line. You can go to adaracollective.com, and we also do one-on-one -on -one coaching on there. I reckon we do, and we do just our best. 
I don't know if we're going to fix you, but we can sure tell you how we think you could fix yeah. yourself. And we've been around <laughs> the block, so we we can feel the feelings and see things from perspectives that otherwise may have not been seen. Yeah. Um, I think in our society right now, it's so much easier. It's like our society right now is geared towards helping people actually go downhill. Sometimes going downhill is more fun. Oh, yeah. Downhill is easy, like on a bike. You know, you go yeah. downhill. Woohoo! It's easy breezy to go down and just sort of wait, ignore. You just wait till you hit that upswing and your <laughs> legs start burning <laughs> and you curse the world. Yeah. But you get them gains. Yeah. Um, so don't be a victim. Uh, pedal yourself uphill and we'll be here for you. Absolutely. Because once you start going uphill, you can look back at, you know, the downhill and you're like, that ain't so bad in life. The better you're able to pedal uphill, the less worried you are about the hills in front of you. So exactly. You keep working strength. them legs, keep pedaling away and eventually your legs will be a foot long and diameter and just incredible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're still healing. I mean, this week I got Invisalign for the first time. I haven't had braces or anything since I was 10, and that's a healing process in and of itself. Sorry if I have a lisp, everyone. We forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only a little bit of a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we've both, I mean, we're not perfect. We're both still going through our healing processes. We certainly are. I started reading this book called The Mastery of Love by... Um, Don Miguel Ruiz. Yeah, the guy who wrote The Four Agreements. And it has really been opening my eyes to just how unloving I actually am and how much He's fear... He's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but just how much fear still... Uh, encompasses my my perception of love and how it interferes with my relationships and the way I go about the world and he had a really beautiful metaphor to like imagine that you're on a planet that has a horrible skin disease and nobody likes to touch each other but when you're born you know your skin is perfect and pure but once you turn about three or four you start getting start these going wounds. downhill. Yeah, the wounds on the skin start appearing. Nobody wants to touch each other because they don't want to hurt anybody. And he says that that's that's fear. Yeah, that's like the equivalent to where we're living at in our society now with fear. Our emotional sickness. Yeah, because yeah. mm -hmm. uh, you know the little children they don't give a crap. You know they'll tell you what they're thinking. They'll they're not afraid to love. They'll just do whatever. But. <laughs> As you get older, that poison starts sinking in and you start worrying about things and the way of the world starts coming up on you. Um, it's just a really beautiful book. And uh, I think it it'd be neat to do a whole podcast on that because it's it's hard to master love when you've got the weight of the world on your back and you mm -hmm. need things like money and you know, the value of things can't be like it is with the animals. Like a cattle knock your expensive thing off the thing. Because it's just, it doesn't, it's not a thing to that animal, you know, but. Yeah. It's uh, transcending the made up structures that we put into place. The conditioning that we get when we're very young. Especially when we go to school. You know, we're taught to really turn our feelings off. Have you guys noticed that for the highly sensitive people out there? We really... You know, we're not encouraged to use our intuition anymore, are we? No, and there's just so many little things and beliefs and just 
they're so small at first, but they build. It's like a Lego structure that ends up being like a wall of China in your mind of just things that you're allowed to feel and perceive. Mm -hmm. And you end up trapped in a box of these uh, things that they just, it's like uh, the way the book described it. (laughs) (laughs) the dream of the world they call it the dream of hell and it's just this world that's been created over years and years and years like a long-standing tradition yeah a Mm -hmm. tradition of being just miserable miserable (laughs) have you guys noticed that especially if you're in a traditional workplace it's like a it's a perfect petri dish to see how various people's experiences are all still wrapped up in the the mind game of fear uh Fear, I mean, my golly, especially the workplace. The workplace is like the embodiment of fear because you're living somebody else's dream and you're spending so much of your waking day just doing something you'd rather not be doing. And at the end of the day, you get just enough to pay off your bills. I mean, nobody really lives super luxuriously. And if not because they don't have the money, because they don't have the time. Yeah. So... It's like you're selling yourself away out of fear that you can't do it by yourself. Right. That there isn't enough. Yeah. It's like the it's like the working world is the the opposite of a love based world. And unfortunately, it doesn't have to be that way. You know? Yeah. If you're a small business owner out there, I support you in cultivating a workplace where, you know, intuition is supported and guided. Yeah, and you can pay people reasonable amounts for decent amounts of time and you respect that they're living human beings who want to have families and lives and do something else. Yeah, that's what, w- I mean, with this whole move thing that we've been going through, it's it's been tough. The housing market's at an all-time high right now. The rental market isn't much better because of it, and it's been... You know, I, I've been dealing with that, going back into that fearful nature, like, oh, well, you know, well, how are we going to make this work? How's it going to work? And so that's, you know, that's where we're at is trying to transcend. That's why we're calling this transcendence and pumpkins, <laughs> you know, because this month we're really trying to transcend out of that fear that there isn't enough or that we won't be okay if we take a risk, if we follow what we truly believe is right, even if it does go against the traditional model, you know. Absolutely. Just starting to believe that this world is truly run by something higher than ourselves that will take care of us because there is enough. I've seen people drop $600 to somebody playing a video game. There's the money's out there. <laughs> it's just being pushed into things that are that it just hasn't the the new model is still being created and I think yeah. by following your heart and doing what you believe in and not take a risk yeah exactly Mm -hmm. just having faith that you can because you are loved and you are worthwhile and that what you're doing is something that is good yeah if you're a creative out there who's you know wondering should i take the leap the answer is pretty much always yes if you're feeling called to do something that's different with your life that's what we both have been going through and continue to do i mean david's still looking into getting a job but it's to support this overarching vision of cultivating the wilderness and using the wilderness the way it can and should be used you know 
letting it heal us, letting it get, let give us experience, you know, in the, in the fields, in the woods, you know, getting us back into nature. Absolutely. So it's working around, you know, this, it's transcending this, you know, usual, you know, you got to do this and you got to do this and then you'll be able to be free. No, you're free now. Act as if you're free now. Absolutely. And I think the biggest hurdle to get over is the cold comfort of security. Because I yeah. remember back when I worked at this grocery outlet, it was a really rough and tough place. <laughs> you know, like the people treated you horribly. The pay was horrible. And every time you try to quit, they'd offer you like a $2 raise. and Keep you, you hooked. Yeah. You knew you could be there. You knew your job because nobody wanted to do it. And you had that security, but you had to be willing to let that go and be in a place that wasn't totally secure, a more liquid state of mm -hmm. being. Mm -hmm. And um, that's kind of what we find with the world of uh, man or the world of our imagination. The thing that we've created with our you know, agreements is that it's a pretty solid foundation, whereas you know, the world of spirit or the world of God, that next dimensional you know thinking mm -hmm. space is a fluid kind of place where things happen more quickly and yeah. things just it's more dreamy it's like you start accessing the dreamier part of reality more yeah i mean again if you're still getting into this it sounds kind of scary it can be scary at first because it challenges all the notions that are put into you when you're growing up that you know you got to follow this step-by-step -step thing and and you'll be successful you know yeah but if that were true i think we'd see a whole lot more success in the world than people just slaving away all day hoping to yeah i don't know it's like they don't have any hopes anymore some some folks they just kind of all they hope is to get to the next day and be at kind of autopilot peace. Yeah. yeah it's an autopilot and we've both had to you know extract ourselves from that and we just encourage anyone who's thinking about doing that and all and sometimes it does take you know changing the way you live in this case you know we're probably not going to end up in a house we'll, we'll probably end up in a camper i lived in a camper for a couple years and you make a little bit of sacrifice to be free yeah that is true but that freedom is in incomparable it's priceless it is priceless, and um, you'll never regret it. I, I don't regret it. Yeah, because the more you trust it, the more leaps you take, the better it gets. I found since I've started my journey, my life quality has just always progressively gotten better. Everything I do, everything that I'm led to is always in some way, shape, or form better than the way it was before. Yeah, that's the true. The world rewards you for trusting it. It's true. Um, I quit an $85,000 a year job to basically spend all my money and uh, start a small business, which is what it takes. Uh, I still don't make that much, you know, and David and I, we're going to give it our best go. There is no guarantee, though, and I still don't regret it. Yeah, and the biggest thing when you're willing to take these risks is, you know, if things don't turn out the way you think, there's always there's always a, a meaning that may be hidden sometimes. Like, mm -hmm. you know, with my whole prison experience, that, I mean, that just does not seem like there's any benefit to it whatsoever. From the outside, you wouldn't think so. No, but when you really look into it, uh, I don't sweat the small stuff anymore. I don't, everything is just, you know, I have a greater perspective on what pain is and on what, you know, so I gained all of this like strength and all of this. So when things don't, 
turn out, you just have to trust that you're still on the right trajectory because mm -hmm. it, it's a path and it's not a straight line. It often does loop-de-loops and curves. <laughs> it's also that once it's so that you're ready for what you really want. Your heart is the ultimate GPS that will take you for a ride, but it'll be the ride that leads you to a place that you're ready to truly have the thing that you desire. Yeah. A lot of times, um, leaps and bounds are taken in the midst of tragedy, like with David's experience. You know, if it wasn't for him going to prison and finding that true spiritual core of himself and working on that, I don't think we would have ever met. Oh, no. And, man, you guys, the journals I had before I went <laughs> in. <laughs> he was a real depressed kid. Yeah. Most every other thing, what like a goth I kid. talk about something unrelated and then I just be like, oh, I hate myself so much. I suck. Yeah, he real. Mm. I read these journals, you guys. David is a completely different person from who he used to be. Yeah, all it took was getting curious and wanting to. It took having everything actually taken from me and realizing yeah. what I had that was gone to see that oh, my life is actually worth living, and I should live a better quality of life. Let's figure out why I feel so crappy. Exactly. <laughs> that was similar to me. I didn't have to go to prison, thank goodness. But, w you know, I got a divorce. I quit the job. I knew I wanted to be a healer, but I wasn't ready to be. So I had to strip everything away and leave California completely, come here and just sit by myself with my dad, you know, here in the woods, just doing nothing for a good while and it drove me crazy because I really I'm a Capricorn you guys I need to be productive so I thought so being unproductive for a while was medicine to me but it completely challenged my notion of what success looked like yeah but I dropped 80 pounds and started farming and living in the woods and living my dream and I met David yeah. after that so we found our way yeah it's really interesting. It's like the, it's like old Sherlock Holmes says. It's sometimes the last thing you suspect will be the thing that gives you the answer you've been looking yeah. for. So if you're going through a tough time now and you're thinking, well, I got to make some decisions or I want to make a change, ride the wave, ride the wave of even the biggest tragedy in your life can make the most beautiful outcome. It takes time. But that's the point of the healing process. You know, you change something. You are given an opportunity. Even through death, you find rebirth. It's never over. And there's a neat song by Mount Erie called, um, oh, man, it's like Give Totally Up. And <laughs> the lyric goes, uh, you may feel like you'll be ripped apart, be ripped up and rendered. But, you know, you just surrender. Your body will hold together. Uh it's just about trusting it, giving up. Because if you try to fight it, you know, you slosh around, you feel your muscles. You just get uh, burned harder. Yeah, there's nothing to fight. You just got to let it wash over you. There's also that uh, Dune quote where, like, fear is the mind killer. You just yeah. let it wash over you completely, and then all that remains is you. It's like the refining fire. So for anyone, yeah, who's struggling or feeling like I'm at a loss, well, that's okay. You can You can lose. And then you can gain a whole lot more once you accept that. It's really about accepting where you're at and then saying, okay, well, where do I want to go from here? Yeah, just let it burn till it clears up. 
Because eventually uh, the fog will clear and uh, the smoldering will end and you'll be able to look with fresh eyes at a new direction. Yeah, and we love you guys. Maybe you don't have this happening in your life right now. Thank goodness yeah. you're on Easy Street. Yeah, great job. You got <laughs> it figured out. And we salute that, you know. My gosh. Yep. It, it's not all, you know, it's not all hard. But this is for those of us out there who are going through these processes. And That's our main audience. I really salute those who it's not happening to that have listened this far. I mean, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, you're doing good. Thank you. That's some support, and we appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you guys for supporting us in our healing journey and in achieving our goals. It's a risk, and that's why supporting us in any way, shape, or form, it doesn't have to be financial, but supporting us even with your prayers or your thoughts, just thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Prayers and thoughts, those are the highest form of currency. Yeah. But cold hard cash ain't bad at all. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, this October, as we change seasons, just encouraging you to leap into whatever fun or, you know, uh, scary things. You you know, happy Halloween. Things yeah, can be scary. This is the time Dive of year in. to do it, you guys. Mm-hmm. Leap into whatever your heart's telling you to do. Listen to what your heart's saying this season as we change over into the wintertime. And if it's scary, just chalk it up to the tis the season. Tis you know? the season. You got <laughs> skeletons in the front yards. You got <laughs> ghosts and all kinds of horrors in your neighbor's yard and the and the shops. Yeah, you just dive right in. It's a season of death and rebirth. And, and then you got Thanksgiving next month. So yeah. just let do it. Give it a month trial. You know. Yeah, David's already practicing his pumpkin pie recipe. Rachel Ray would be very proud. Oh man, I. Uh, I look up Opal's pumpkin pie recipe. <laughs> I think it's on bestrecipe.com. And then the only difference between what I do and what they do is you just go ham with the with the spices. You go dump you all the spices in there. Well, you don't dump them. You just use you. You ask the pie what the what it wants. You, know? uh, you ask the pie, the Native American tradition. What <laughs> do you want, pie? Uh, loves the spices and the best pumpkin pie in our opinion is one where you go out and you find the most beautiful looking pumpkin um come home carve it up bake it until it's soft scoop it blend it all up with your spices and your other ingredients and then put it in the shell it's way better than the canned version i promise you oh yeah Another neat trick is if you're making your own uh, pumpkin pie crust, you can sprinkle a little of the pumpkin pie seasoning Mm, in the crust. Spiced crust. Yeah, so you just have spice all the way through. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm not guaranteeing it'll lead you to transcendence, but... It'll help. My dad still talks about the first pumpkin pie I ever made. If you meet him, you will hear it. Um, Let's hear it now. (laughs) Well, uh, I think I was 10 and it was a rainy day and dad tells it like he was out on the roof um, cleaning the gutters for the leaves or through, you know, get the leaves out of the gutters. And I was just sitting there in the, in the kitchen. I had never really baked much of anything in my life before. And I looked at this raw pumpkin that we had on the counter 
And uh, I thought, well, why not? So I did it the completely wrong way by boiling the pumpkin with the skin on. And just that was a total nightmare, but it, it ended up okay. I boiled the pumpkin, scraped it out, and then blended it up with raw ginger instead of, you know, the powdered ginger. And even put raw ginger slices on top, I guess. Oh, wow. And because uh, I love I love ginger. And baked all that up, somehow made the crust from the Betty Crocker cookbook that, <laughs> um, oh, I love that Betty Crocker cookbook. And uh, dad apparently came in from, you know, this rainy day. He saw this spicy pumpkin pie sitting on the counter. And according to him, he transcended when he ate a slice of it. <laughs> he will tell you that himself. <laughs> there you have it. And we haven't stopped every season since. It's worth it to pick your own pumpkin. Yeah. Go find a pumpkin. Spend some time in a pumpkin patch. Go for yeah. a hayride. Go wandering. Don't. Uh, discretion on the mazes. I Don't I, get lost. Yeah. I don't, I don't trust them myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's the small things that make you transcend. You can start small. Start by making the best pie you've ever made. The decision to transcend is transcendence mm -hmm. in itself. Just the choice to say, I don't like this way of seeing things anymore. I want to see it differently. I'm going to make my own pumpkin this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got three pumpkins in the pumpkin patch. You know, uh, we planted a whole. We planted a lot, but patch. the deer have had their, their fill of our garden, like we said. So. Hopefully, we'll post you guys a picture of one of our homemade, homemade pumpkin pies soon enough. Yeah, we can take a picture of a slice we have left of the ones we made yeah. prior. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think, uh, again, Rachel Ray would be very proud of us. I sure hope so. She <laughs> is uh, right up there with... Uh, Mother Teresa. Oh. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Pillsbury Doughboy. Or Paula Dean. We love Paula Dean. Oh, yes, we do. We saw her in... Uh, in Pigeon Forge. Not her, but a cutout. A cutout. We could Same put that thing. picture up for you guys. Yeah, David really got cozied up with Paula Dean. Yeah, the cutout of her anyway. Yeah, well, same thing. She doesn't know who I am. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so, yeah, happy fall, y'all. Wishing you all a great week. We'll be back. Hmm, we'll be back next week. Yeah, the spice is nice, and uh, don't think twice. Don't think twice. If it's pumpkin spice. If it's pumpkin spice, <laughs> or raw ginger, either way. Yeah, it's all good in the hood. Yeah. So take care, everyone. Drop us a line if you need support, or if you want to yell at us about our pumpkin spice or pumpkin pie recipe, feel free. Or if you just want to yell in general, if you need somebody <gasps> to yell at, you <sighs> can yeah yell at us. <laughs> Go for it. Well, it'll be fun. That's what we're here for. Yeah. All right. Don't be an island, you guys. Don't be an island. Be a peninsula at worst. Yeah, because that's uh, that's okay. Love y'all. Love you. Bye. Bye.